Yo, this is BJ Gador with the BJ Gador podcast. And on today's episode, I am doing a deep dive. You could call it possibly director's or creator's cut into all of the programming for July 2023 at thedailybj.com. The Daily BJ is an app available on Android or Apple. You can get a free seven-day trial. And we have two main tracks in the program. One is more uh, fat loss focus called Express. Fast, fun, and effective workouts for busy parents and professionals. 20-minute full-body follow-along workouts with instructional components before you go into it. And then Gorilla Corn Gains is my Rare Beasts Advanced Programming, which essentially incorporates all of that fat loss, metabolic workout conditioning from Express, but it adds additional workouts for the upper body, the lower body, and the core, ultimately making it still three workout per week schedule, but 40 minutes instead of 20 minutes. You'll also need access to dip and dip bro slash pull-up bars for Gorilla Corn Gains, where Express is just body weight, bands, med balls, and bells, or dumbbells. So uh, this is really a fun way to kind of show you what I was thinking when I was making the workouts. It's a lot easier just to talk about it. Obviously, I talk about you know what you're supposed to do in the workouts in terms of what it's working, uh, each movement broken down with coaching cues, but because I want to get you guys in and out of your sessions quickly within the app, this is just kind of an extended listen on your commute, while you're walking, you know, while you're doing mobility work, maybe when you're trying to break some uh, boredom up at work during the day. Now, if you're not a member of the site app, why would you listen to this episode? Well, if you're a trainer, you'll learn kind of the program design that I put into my programming at the Daily BJ. You know, what I'm thinking, how I'm structuring these workouts, how I'm making it work for the average busy parent and professional, also for people that are you know, over 40 or want to be fit over 40 and still want to access the size, the strength, the performance and have that look, but not break their body down. So you'll learn about that piece of it as well. If you're just a fitness consumer, a fitness fan, you will still learn through this process. And maybe this will encourage you or motivate you to join the program. Again, there's a free seven day trial. I just, by the way, I am completely rebuilding, revamping, uh, rebranding the Daily BJ app. All right. Uh, by the way, you want to first sign up at thedailybj.com. You do a free seven-day trial. I have now a really beautiful slider there that says free trial. Go here. Start here. So you won't get lost. Shows you exactly what to do. All your workouts to start for your first week or outlines. You get the most out of the trial. And I've added a bunch of cool things too uh, beyond improving the imagery and just the organization. Uh, my 28-day shred program, drop a size in one month, is now complimentary with the membership. All right, that's I can take that off anytime I want, but now it's a, a promotional tool to kind of get you involved. If you haven't tried it yet, if you're trying to make you know drop five to ten pounds of pure body fat in 28 days, that program has diet, exercise, follow along workouts, beginner and advanced diet. It's all outlined for you. Uh, there's also um, you know I, I have the Express program from last year, which is a full one year progressive program that you can access, which has instructional follow along workouts. But my latest and greatest stuff is obviously the 23 content. I will. Also be reworking and adding uh, three of my 90-day transformation programs to the app for members only, Origins, Shred, and Gains. And then I'm going to try to find a way to, because I've got so much, we got so much crazy content at there, at, at there, at the site. I've got to reorganize uh, all the stuff from, we all, all those, like, we had those live following workouts in 2020, and then we had all these other workouts uh, from 2017 through 2019 I have to organize and figure out there. I'm going to probably call them TDBJ Classics. But that's what's going on there. Now, if you're new to the, the show, probably should have mentioned this earlier, 
I'm the former fitness director for the Men's Health brand. I'm also the author of Your Body is Your Barbell, the definitive guide to bodyweight training available on Amazon, plus my brand new book, The Ultimate Push-Up Guide, which is essentially more of a training manual available as a Kindle or paperback on Amazon as well. Links and show notes to that. And I am an expert really at home fitness. I work from home. I train at home. I go to the gym maybe once a week just to mix things up, use the sauna and maybe the Stairmaster, but really everything I do is at home, inside or outside in the backyard, you know, walking. I do some sled stuff in front of my house, but essentially I do this all at home. It saves me so much time. And because I live this, you're not going to find someone else out there like me that knows how to push you to the limits in small spaces, build in progression, variation, and really a professional athlete structure and approach to the workouts that I make. So let's start. I'm going to first talk about the three Gorilla Corn Gains workouts for July. Then I'll get into the six Express workouts for July. And uh, if you don't have any interest in building muscle, I guess you can kind of scroll through a little bit or just you know scrub through and, and skip that. Or you can learn maybe what you're missing if you're just an Express member because Gorilla Corn Gains is an additional uh, cost. It's actually, we have to, in terms of the way we use Vimeo, which is the site app platform that we use, they don't currently allow tiered memberships. That's the goal long-term is that this just becomes a higher-end membership option. But for now, all we can do is provide our basic subscription op- option with Express. And then the uh, you know the product you can buy is Gorilla Corn Gains, which incorporates, again, all of the Express content plus additional muscle-building workouts. So there's three Gorilla Corn Gains workouts each month as part of Gorilla Corn Gains 2023, all right? My advanced muscle building program at home. And there's an upper body workout you do on Monday, a lower body workout or leg day you do on Wednesday, and on Friday is just like this crazy abs day, core day. And, and again, these workouts get harder throughout the year, just like our express program. So if you're jumping in, I don't want you to feel like you're, you're, you're being left behind here. In fact, I think one thing that I'm, I'm changing uh, upcoming is I think by labeling them by month, like actual June, July, you come in like you come in July and I tell you to start in January, but you're like, no, it's July. So I'm going to start just calling them month one, two, three and organizing them more that way. Because again, you can jump into the current month of programming, but you're going to be overwhelmed. We, we have, we slow cook the gains throughout the year. I lay an incredible rock solid base or foundation for you to start the year, teach you the main movements, and then all variation, progression, intensifications come off of that base. So if you don't have that base, uh, you're going to melt your face and you're going to be all over the place. All right? So it's okay. You jump in, start in month one. That The programming is going to be there for you. You can just kind of work it. You're not behind. You're exactly where you need to be right now, just so you know. So it's very important. And we just did a mid-year review in June that allows us to kind of uh, repeat some of the, we actually repeated all the bodyweight workouts from the first half of the year to track progress, see how, how far you've come, how much better you are at your breathing, your mobility, your stability, your strength, your stamina, and your, your overall full body fitness without actually having to test like it's an NFL combine or an NBA combine or just crazy stuff like that that takes too much time out of your day. So you can actually see the progress. And we do that again in December at the end of the year. So we have these built-in kind of mid-year, end-of-year reviews so you can see how much your commitment to the 3-20-52 schedule does. Three full-body workouts a week, 20 minutes each, 52 weeks of the year. Obviously, if you're doing gorilla corn gains, it's 40-minute sessions, but still, you, there's only three work days of the week where you're actually training. The other day is mobility, you know, walking, that type of stuff. And, and also, I've got 
and the Daily BJ app. I got the 14-day Netflix and stretch program. I've got all my favorite mobility flows, ankle, wrist, knee, hip, shoulder, you name it. Top 10 mobility moves as well. There's also a nine-week diet crash course where you learn one key nutrition principle per week. And then you basically stack those habits every week. At the end of nine weeks, you'll have a total nutritional foundation you can build upon for the rest of your life. So all that good stuff is in there as well. So, you know, that that is kind of the uh, the approach here. I just want to make sure you don't get overwhelmed. I know you want to jump in right away, but I do recommend starting with month one uh, for Express and Q1 for Gorilla Corn Gains to get the most out of this stuff and avoid unnecessary wear and tear injuries because you didn't follow the progression or kind of embrace the journey of the process. So the upper body workout, GG16, I kind of label these, they started with GG1 upper, GG2 lower, GG3 core, and then the next month it's four, five, six, same type of uh, split format. So this month it's GG16 upper, GG17 lower, GG18 core. It just kind of helps numerically. Again, one thing to note too, the higher the number, the harder the workout. So GG1, much easier than GG16, though it's connected. GG1, 4, <laughs> what are the exact numbers? 1, 4, 7, 10, 13, and 16 are all connected. It's actually a, they're just monthly progressions. Again, this is, you will not find this anywhere else on the fucking market. No one's going to take the time. They want to sell you on these uh, constant 28-day programs or, you know, that type of thing. But again, the reason we have such success and we retain our members to such a degree where I've had people for the six plus years of the, the, the Daily BJ apps uh, life, uh, in addition to all the people that like first tried my programs at Men's Health all the way back in 2012 with Speed Shred, they're still with us because they know that, you know, I just, I've got the sizzle in the steak, okay? And uh, I, I'll do a better job of branding and, and, and kind of instructing people how to use this stuff moving forward, but we really do put our foot in these workouts, okay? So the main goal of GG16, we're going to chisel the chest, build the back, we're going to master the push-up and inverted row, and we're going to prep for advanced dip and pull-up work. This is one of my favorite chest and back workouts ever. It's body weight based You will need uh, dip row bars, and uh, you could use push-up handles or our squat wedgie slant boards to kind of maximize the effect. And what we're doing here is I've got a beautiful warm-up built into this, we start with kind of the wide overhand grip hang. Um, and, you know, actually, I'm sorry, that's underhand grip hang. And what we're doing there is we're really trying to uh, open up the external rotators of the shoulder. Uh, it just the, It's the ultimate shoulder mobility exercise. And we go for about a two-minute block on that. I like to start that with a ball between my legs, a med ball, squeezing it hard like a 30-pound ball to help traction my hips, decompress my spine, and open things up. And then when I fatigue, I just drop the ball and I continue and you can do this self-assisted with your feet on the floor too as well, or in a box if you have a higher pull-up bar. But we start, again, all the workouts have a built-in mobility piece. And those mobility moves, I highly recommend you add into your daily EHO every hour on the hour mobility or work it into your practice on off days for recovery and just you know strengthening weaknesses always. So that's a nice starter. And then I've got this beautiful mini band sequence where we put the mini band above the elbows in the push-up, which gives you some self-assistance out of the bottom, but also really improves and fine-tunes your form and technique because it forces you to keep your elbows about 30 to 45 degrees away from your trunk, which is optimal for strength, shoulder health, and performance. And it also helps you kind of, as you kind of push 
or pull out against the band. It really helps activate your upper mid-back more, giving you more st- support, stability, and postural correction as well in the push-up. And then we pair that with the mini band row, where you wrap a mini band around the wrist for the highest intensity, or again, you can go above the elbows if you want less intensity. And all we're doing there is we're hinging and we're pushing out against the band as we're doing the row pattern with our body weight. And we're changing the grip from overhand to underhand, which challenges mobility more, overhand challenges your stability more and puts you in the weakest position for the upper back, rear shoulder, and then hammer grip as well. But by changing our grips, keeping constant tension out laterally, we get a complete scapular rotator cuff warm-up and fortification, which is just grooving our patterns because what comes next is five sets each of a push-up and inverted or bodyweight row variation, and you're just going to stack them. So you do a set of pushes, then a set of rows. Push-ups, rows. Push-ups, rows. And what we do is we change the grip every set. Grips offer different training stimuli, okay? So when we go, there's closer grip, which tends to work the arms more because you're actually moving more through the elbow and it also challenges your mobility more because you're actually moving through a bigger range of motion. Wider grips will challenge your shoulder stability more, but there's less overall range of motion. So you tend to be kind of stronger on wider grips, and, but you know a wider grip will, will get you more chest on the push-up and more back on the row or the pull-up. So uh, with that as well, we can go overhand grip, we can go underhand grip, we can go hammer grip, palms facing, we can go uneven grips or over-under where one arm is overhand, the other hand is underhand. And, um, you know, there's also just incredible mobility benefits as we work through here. The flow is set up where we start with the easiest grip to, to access. So we just get warmer and warmer and kind of into it. That hammer grip, again, the most joint friendly option. You can use the hammer grip the whole way and just do a, a classic five sets uh, push-pull workout. You can do anytime, anywhere, indoors, outdoors. But, um, you know, we do want to change the grip to get added benefits. So uh, it's just, and, and even then with the hammer grip, you can, if you want to go close for 30 seconds, then wide for 30 seconds, you can do that. Uh, you can customize it however you want to work in that minute block of time. And again, we have an instructional breaking all this down and it goes right into follow along workouts where it's all timed out for you. You can cast your big screen TV after the hammer grip, we go overhand grip. And again, like I said, this is your weakest position and especially on your pulls because you can't get as much biceps assistance and, um, in the push-up in particular, uh, you know, we can do that with hands on the floor. We can also do it with push-up bars. We can actually grip the bar more and, and create more of a, like a, as you would, like a barbell pressing feel. And um, again, you can play with the width of the grip, but, you know, again, it's an excellent grip to really strengthen your shoulders. And then we move into some over-under gripping, meaning, let, let's say the left hand is overhand, the right hand is underhand, because underhand grip push-ups in rows they require a lot of wrist and shoulder mobility. So by kind of bridging the gap there by going over, under, and one, it's actually a great uh, core stability challenge because you're kind of fighting tilting, turning forces, but it also allows you to kind of work the on the overhand, you're getting more, uh, let's use the row as an example, you're getting more upper back rear delt on the overhand portion, on the underhand portion, you do pull a little bit lower down on the ribs and you get more lower lat and you also get some biceps contribution but it also allows you to work on really kind of corkscrewing that thumb out so you get fully underhand to maximize the external rotation at the shoulder so what it's doing is it's warming you up for the final the fifth and final superset where you go underhand grip on both the push-up and the row 
And you, you actually, on the row in particular, you're strongest there because of the biceps contribution. But it's the most challenging, especially as you go wide, to have that underhand grip. Because, again, it's really challenging your ability to fully rotate externally through the shoulders. So uh, it, this, this it's such a good flow of grips. And it just greases the groove. And each set sets you up for the next set flow. That's what flow's about. The, uh, you know, the, each movement is setting you up for, for success or maximum success on the next exercise. And um, on the point of the underhand grip push-ups, you know, that, that actually is like a push-up that kind of works your biceps more and uh, will really test your wrist mobility if you do it with the, the slant boards on the floor. Um, and again, I show uh, multiple slant board options, whether you have wrist issues or you want to go advanced wrist mobility in the video. And... Um, it's kind of hard to explain on, on, on the cast, but I, I break this down for you. But you can also go with the push-up bars or dumbbells if needed. And um, this is just one of those workouts. It's just a high-volume chest and back workout. And we're laying, you know, again, the, the push-up lays the foundation for the dip, which is a more advanced version of the push-up. And the row lays the foundation for the pull-up, more advanced pull. And one thing we do, we just did our mid-year review for both programs. I still, uh, I basically set up the annual programming into two waves right now. So the first wave, meaning month one base, and it gets harder each month, and we do a mid-year review, and then we go back to another wave, starting with kind of uh, a more, more of a base building, but at a much higher overall baseline than we did six months ago. So I'm just reconnecting to our, our base movements, but it's so much more challenging. I mean, GG16 as the base workout for the second half of 2023, so much harder than GG1. But, um, you know, again, they, they, they're all connected. So um, the pump is off the charts. And again, I, I recommend, as I mentioned in the video, you know, try to get about 10 slow controlled reps each minute. Once you can do that, you can progress as shown in the video um, versus going super fast and, and just trying to pump out as much as you can max rep style. You just get more out of it by slowing down the eccentric or lowering portion on the movements, squeezing the isometric, the top of the row, cracking it up between those shoulder blades, owning the exercise, driving those elbows out, or getting that good stretch hold at the bottom of a push-up to really fortify the shoulders. And, and, and again, that's when the chest is most active under stretch. So um, you know that, that's a good kind of uh, rep parameter. We do time sets so you can focus on your form and technique and not have to count and be distracted by it. But you know that's a good rep parameter for that. And again, this is a, a circuit you do once for a 20-minute upper body workout. And then based on the day of your training, you'll pair this with the appropriate express workout. So you go heavy upper body muscle building and then right into a full body kind of fat loss circuit for conditioning for the best of both worlds. So that's GG16, essentially um, a beautiful kind of built-in warm-up uh, with some uh, over underhand grip bar work. And then we move into the, uh, the mini band work and then a, a five sets each push-pull superset sequence where we change the grip on the push-up and inverted row each set. Awesome workout, man. The pump on that is just precious. So then we go into uh, GG17, which is a leg day. And this is, uh, I mean, the three, the three main goals here, we're going to master the step up and we're going to build the VMOs, the vastus medialis oblique muscle, the lower quad teardrop area, so important for knee health. We're going to bulletproof the knees, improve our gait, and fix imbalances between sides. Now, those of you who have been longtime followers, you know I'm such a big fan of continuous lunging and step-ups. Now, the step-up is the best place to start in that journey because it, it's a little bit easier on the knees, 
uh, as it's more hip dominant. And it's also one of the more functional movements, right? Stairs or climbing things. Uh, it just, it's a great place to start. You can modify the height of the box step as needed to make it as accessible as needed. So it really can be scaled easily for all fitness levels. Not that lunges can't, but uh, we, we kind of we run through like a block here of step-up work uh, and then moving into lunges next. In August, you'll get ready for just some uh, amazing uh, lunging workouts as well. And, and, you know, I've talked before about like, you know, building up to one hour of lunges continuously. Uh, but I, I still am a huge fan of 10 to 20 minute blocks of continuous lunging and step-ups. And what we do here is because I teach you how to do these movements perfectly. I set you up with the mobility. You need to do these proper and you're learning along the way. You're constantly adding to your exercise database. So instead of just saying, go continuous step-ups or lunges for 10 to 20 minutes, fine. I do that sometimes. It can be boring for some people. We change the variations throughout the workout. We actually have built-in mobility to it. And then it just basically intensifies to a climax towards the end of the workout. But one thing that's been really unique, um, you know, we use these squat wedgie slam boards. I've got a podcast with him coming up soon, a new one uh, on advances in slam board training. He also has this beautiful new uh, 20 degree slam board that's like bigger instead of the individual ones for hand feet that you can separate and, and change grip stance. Uh, which is better for like plyometric stuff or heavier duty work on it because it's much less likely to move on you. But anyway, um, stay tuned for that. And you'll see it coming in future videos, uh, both at the site and, and, and on social media as well. But we've been playing with slant boards on the box and the floor. Um, you know, having it on the floor for the, the down foot where you elevate the toes, you really enhance the stretch through the ankle and calf. And then having it uh, heel elevated on the top of the box you can get more range of motion to the hip and the knee and then smoke your lower quads more and just have more upright trunk position. It also makes it so when you do typical foot flat on box work, it'll just be so much more strong and stable. All right. It's just, uh, and then we do some awesome sequences here where we start doing a, a psoas step up where you're just lifting the top leg off the box to hammer the high hip flexors, which only activate when the knee uh, when the hip is, I'm sorry, the knee is above 90 degrees of hip flexion, the psoas muscle that attaches to the lumbar spine, so important for back health. Um, so again, we always start our workouts, there's built-in warm-up and mobility to all of it. You can do additional warm-ups and cool-downs with the flows we have at the site app, but I build it into the workout because I, the promise is all these routines are 20 minutes, 20-minute follow-alongs, and then there's an instructional portion you just have to watch the first time you do it to figure out what's going on there. So we start with this like psoas step up. We're stretching the down leg with toes elevated on a slant board. And we're just working on stabilizing and lifting the top leg because that's one thing that's critical with step ups. Uh, you actually have to lift the leg up onto the box. So there's a big hip flexor component and we want to make sure we're aligned. Uh, if we're out of alignment, uh, this will not only leave you prone to, you know, lower body aches and pains, back pain, but also it'll, it'll fuck up your alignment with walking, running, overall gait. So we're cleaning that up from Jump Street. It's all about alignment, activation, and range of motion and control. That's the focus of all of the starts of the workouts, particularly for the lower body stuff when gait is an emphasis. Then we do some step up to balance work. You step up and lift the leg and then stick and hold that landing kind of in a, uh, a runner sprinter position just to own it. And again, I, I always like to start workouts slower. You want to slow it. You got to you got to slowly kind of heat the body from the inside out in the first ten minutes. That allows you to go fast and hard in the second ten minutes without risking injury. And then I have a couple awesome real sequences here where um, 
This one's beautiful. You're doing a heel elevated step up, hop to hover. So you bounce on the back leg with the top foot heel elevated on your box step. And then on the fifth bounce, you just basically push through that, that top leg and hover and hold for at least a count or two up to five seconds. And it's going to really help build your step up strength out of the bottom of the exercise. Plus, hit that sticking point where typically you either go up or down. Um, and by holding it isometrically, you build that sticking point and also 15 degrees above and below. So it's really important for knee health and, again, uh, getting more, more, more strength out of the bottom of a step up is going to allow you to take your step up game to a whole new level. Then we do some step downs or reverse step ups. So basically, you know, when you go downstairs, we're trying to mimic what's happening in your trail leg as you step down, where basically you, you roll from, you roll onto the back toes, the knee is over the toe, and just getting your knee comfortable in that position. If you've had a history of knee pain uh, or knee injuries uh, like I have, that's actually where I'm weakest. It, it's like coming down, uh, it's my back leg on moves like split squats um, or, you know, again, this type of reverse step up or step down is where uh, my knee is most susceptible. And that, I've been drilling this a lot on off days, and I do a very slow and methodical with it, trying to get the mind-muscle connection going. I self-assist with a stick as needed. Um, it, it's just a, it's an amazing drill uh, that we were putting into the plan here. And again, a lot of this stuff too, you take these out and you work them on off days, you add them to your daily mobility. Then we've got a, a step up to reverse lunge sequence where you, you step up, come back down, and go into a reverse lunge. So actually just combining the, the brother-sister exercise uh, that the step up and lunge is. And that's a great just metabolic sequence. You're working on weight shifting. It, it's kind of like in some ways doing a walking lunge but in place. Or it's like a seesaw lunge, but incorporating the step up on the forward lunge component. Uh, so th- that one really burns. And by the way, you can bring in, if you want, this is designed to be an all body weight workout if needed. Um, you know, if you want to take this outside, I love doing step up workouts outside in the sun, get that vitamin D, get that good sweat going. Um, but if you wanted to add a dumbbell, and you can still take this outside with a dumbbell, you can, you can hold a dumbbell on one side of the body to get that core engagement. If you hold it at hip level, it's much easier than it is to hold it at shoulder level. A 25-pound dumbbell held at hip level feels like almost a 50-pound dumbbell at shoulder level. Also stresses your quads more. It keeps your trunk more upright. So if you if you, you go double-loaded, the thing about it is your grip will get kind of taxed too much. So it's nice to go just one side at a time. You get more core work, better at fixing and balances. You can just switch hands from set to set to kind of make that work. And then the final block there is just an, uh, a complex where you do a couple Regular step-ups, alternating legs each rep, and then we do a a step-up or plyo step-up jump, and we just keep mixing that for time. So you're just blending uh, a slower and faster exercise, a more uh, strength, stability move with a power, explosive exercise, great for metabolic conditioning, great for getting all of your fibers worked appropriately, slow, medium, fast, twitch, and um, it's just, it's a beauty, this is one of my favorite workouts, and uh, so we did... We kind of finished with some alternating lunge uh, step-up work there after isolating one side at a time. Again, I make such a focus on fixing imbalances between sides because if you end up doing double-leg exercises and there's even a slight lack of flexion, extension, or rotation in an ankle or hip, it will affect your mechanics on your squats. It will cause back and knee pain. It will slow you down. So um, we really make this a huge focus. This is a 20-minute lower body workout, and again, because of uh, how you learn every month and just how we progress instead of just doing the same old movement for 10 to 20 straight minutes, which you can do, 
I have it built in with warm-up and progression. Each movement sets up the next exercise. My flows are impeccable. No one can touch me on the flow of the movements I put together. I just haven't done a great job of explaining how it's set up because I'm too busy making fucking workouts and doing all this other stuff. So I'm going to try to make more of the time for that. So one of the best step-up workouts you'll ever do, and it's basically a, a 2.0 of the previous month where we introduced uh, the step-up workouts. The next month, it's introduction to 20 minutes of lunging with progression. So you'll love it. And then finally, for the Rillicorn Gains track here, we have our uh, GG18 core workout. And you know this one is just, this one is an, another just, on paper, you may not think it's going to be as tough and you get into it. It's like, wow, this is amazing. And we're using three minute blocks here, three minute work periods. I'm a huge fan of this because, uh, it allows you to rest pause. So maybe after a minute, you have to take a brief five to 10 second pause. You get back in and within a single three minute block, you can reach near failure multiple times. So within a single set, you get so much out of it and it just allows you to then, um, get more time under tension and more focus on the movement. Uh, I'm a huge fan of this type of stuff, especially when it comes to mobility. And as you get more uh, condition, better stamina endurance, you'll be able to stay in motion, you know, three to five times as long as the average training because of how much we stress that. Cause it's so important for joint fortification, overall resilience. We start with the inchworm uh, to warm things up, open up the hips and shoulders and activate the abs, which is basically a push up walkout, followed by the feet. And I show you how to do it in place if, you don't, if you're not able to do it continuously in motion. You, you, you walk the, the hands out as far as you can overhead, follow with the feet, and then you walk the feet back, and then you follow with the hands. And um, it's such a, such a great exercise, uh, a staple in, in a lot of dynamic warm-ups. But you know, I, I teach you how to do it to get the most out of it you know, with, with really good straight arm and leg positions, uh, good breathing, all that good stuff. If we go into some Alternating leg L-sit work to really strengthen the hip flexors, not just uh, you know the ones around the actual hip joint itself, but also the mid-quad rectus femoris hip flexor, which is very important for knee health and overall performance. Um, beautiful, like three-minute, like it's going to light your abs on fire. It's going to mobilize your hamstrings and strengthen the hip flexors. Then we have this killer like med ball heel elevated split squat chop complex. So we elevate the heel, we get into a split squat. Any split squat will do. You can do rear fit, elevated, rear fit elevated split squat. You can do split squat normal on floor. And um, you basically start by isometrically holding the bottom position and then holding a, a light medicine ball and then moving it from hip level diagonally to the to shoulder level overhead and back and forth while, while isometrically holding the split squat. So it's a dynamic stability or iso dynamic movement, um, which I love because it, it just absolutely destroys your muscles. Uh, but it's very joint friendly and it adds more stability to your joints because you're adding movement from your upper body while trying to stabilize your lower body. And that's what's, that's what's critical uh, for, you know, the ankle, the knee, the hip. We got to learn how to do that. And then you actually then add uh, up and down full range of motion split squats with the chop. So uh, it's just, uh, you do 45 seconds in each position and switch sides. Uh, It's, it's a workout within a workout with, with a core focus. Then we had this, this uh, beautiful uh, one, one, two toes elevated sumo deadlift complex. So what we're trying to do here is when you use slant boards and you elevate your toes, you increase the stretch through the ankle. You get more dorsiflexion, the calf as well. And it also will help you get more of a hip hamstring stretch. 
And we're using a, uh, you know, either a, a light, you know, 25, 50 pound kettlebell on this because you're going left arm holding only for minute one, then right arm minute two, and then both arms for minute three. It's a three minute block of, of continuous mobility focused sumo deadlifts with the toes elevated. And the added weight will help enhance the stretch through the ankles. And, you know, that's just something we continue to work all year. The better your ankle mobility, the, the more you can get that knee over the toe, especially without pain as we build the low quads and, and, and progress that. And the more you can keep your trunk upright so you're not putting your lower back in a bad, compromised, rounded uh, position. So, again, we, we, we build in so much mobility to this. And, again, when you go extended time with your tensions, it's metabolic mobility. The pump and bird's going to get you regardless. Then we work the wall walk-up where uh, we're kind of introducing our inversions uh, or handstand progression where you start in a push-up position, walk your feet up against the wall, and then come back, rest pausing as needed. It's one of the best shoulder workouts you'll ever do. You're working one side at a time. You're going from the easier horizontal angle to the harder vertical angle and back. And then we finish with an alternating one-arm hang to really build the grip, strengthen the forearms, uh, build the back, improve scapular mobility and stability, the shoulder blades, and you can modify that if you can't. Obviously, it is tough to go. And the beauty of this, too, it's a, it is a three-minute set. So you'll hold on one arm for a couple seconds and then connect both arms again and then take the other arm off. So when one arm works, the other rests. And these are just short, like, one- to two-second holds, and you keep going for time. But you can obviously keep your feet on the floor to self-assist and unload your body weight. Um, so, again, it's, it's as accessible as it needs to be no matter your fitness level. And this is just an amazing... Uh, mostly bodyweight workout with the exception of needing um, either a, a dumbbell held vertically, so you cup the top end of the bell, uh, almost like a reverse goblet hold for that sumo deadlift style or just a kettlebell because that, that handle allows you to better um, you know, touch the bell to the ground without going too far on range of motion-wise. So those are the Gorilla Corn Gains workouts for July. Let's talk about the express workouts now. So again, those are more muscle-building focused workouts, upper body, lower body core. All the express workouts are full body. So we're going to go with X31 first here. And every month I get you three body weight workouts and I get you three minimal equipment workouts, resistance band, med ball, dumbbells. So, uh, you know, that's how it's set up. If you absolutely don't have any equipment, again, whenever you join, start with month one and your free seven day trial, but you can also just do the three bodyweight workouts Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all four weeks of the month. Yes, you don't get as much variety without accessing the other three workouts because the way we do it and have done it for a long time is you do your six workouts Monday, Wednesday, Friday, week one is the first three. The second three are the next weeks or week two, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then you repeat that, that bi-weekly rotation, that 14-day rotation one more time to finish off the month. But again, focus on what you can do, not what you can't. If you can only do the bodyweight workouts, you just do them Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all four weeks and go to the next month after that. So that's a way to make it accessible without the equipment. And when you sign up, I have a full list of the equipment. We just did a full uh, Build Your Own Minimalist Home Gym episode um, a couple episodes back here, a handful of episodes back at the time of this recording. Check that out. There's all links and show notes to that as well. And in the welcome email, it comes with a free seven-day trial to the Daily BJ app. Again, sign up at thedailybj.com first on your computer, and then you go to the app store and download the Daily BJ app. That's the best way to streamline the process. So we have uh, X31, an all-bodyweight workout, advanced core and cardio training. We're going to mobilize the hips and improve the gait. We're going to bulletproof the spine and the shoulders. 
we have basically six three-minute blocks here, 30-second rest periods between them. You're done in 20 minutes uh, for full-body fat-burning workout. And I start in the first uh, block here. Uh, you do an isometric plank flow, 30 seconds each. And, and you're, you're, just, you're, you're in this nonstop, focusing on deep inhales and exhales to really strengthen the diaphragm and uh, stabilize the spine. Uh, front plank to left plank to right plank to back plank to hollow body to Superman hold. And uh, it's a complete core workout, by the way. That's a workout within a workout. You can use that anytime. You want to wake up in the morning and just energize yourself, get extra ab work. This is a three-minute set you can do right out of bed on the ground. So uh, I like to create things like that where, again, for, for a lot of other workouts out there, that would be the workout you would do for the day or, you know, um, that's fine. But, again, like, this is high-level shit. Okay, <laughs> you want to work with my Baby Biscuits? We do things to the next level. So uh, there, there's workouts within workouts to all my workouts. So I think you'll have a lot of fun that way. But again, you know, just a basic flow. You can elevate the hands if you need to on some of those planks to make it easier or elevate your feet to make it harder. But just really close the eyes, focus on your breathing. The benefit, too, of working those deep inhales and exhales uh, while planking is that your secondary breathing muscles actually have to stabilize your spine. So it really isolates the diaphragm. And then we go into a, a core complex uh, three moves, one minute each, V-sit to dead bug to bird dog. These are just three incredible core movements stacked back to back. Again, on their own, uh, challenging, uh, stacked together with no rest between them and the way they're set up. Wow. It'll, it'll test you in a real way. Obviously, the V-sit is where you balance on the pelvis and your arms and legs kind of form uh, 90 degree angles to each other as you really work the abs and hip flexors to hold and balance can obviously self-assist with the hands or rest pause. The dead bug is where you lay on the ground, and while keeping the low back flat on the floor, the opposite arm and leg reach away from each other, and you keep alternating sides. Just a classic uh, low back rehabilitation, but also prehab, preventing you from having low back pain. And the bird dog, either on the knees or with the knees elevated in kind of a bear crawl, it's an opposite arm leg reach sequence, uh, really working uh, opposite shoulder hip connection and keeping... You square to the ground. If you do the elevated version of that, your quads will quake as well. So it's a great lower body workout built in. Then we had this standing hip internal external rotation sequence, uh, just trying to really uh, get that knee above hip level and then moving the heel in and out, internally, externally rotating it, which is so good for your hip health, uh, getting out of back pain and also improving gait. Uh, a really nice, good uh, burn on that uh you're gonna you're gonna feel your hip flexors get smoked. It's basically like a standing high knee hold, but adding hip rotation with it. So it'll make it go a little bit faster in terms of just uh, instead of just holding only. The move, movement always helps you engage more. Then we got this great single leg hop complex. When you think about walking, running, what is it? It's just basically going from a left leg balance to a right leg balance continuously. So we do a lot of single leg balance work throughout the year. And now we're progressing that by doing plyometric or elasticity versions to really strengthen the toes, the feet, uh, fortify the Achilles tendon, and strengthen the calves and the shins. And what I also love, uh, so yeah, you do this, this sequence where you're uh, you know hopping over the line a couple different ways, switching legs every 30 seconds. Um, great cardio, great calf work, um, great for your walk-run performance. And then we have the final two are some awesome cardio flows. The, the beauty of bodyweight exercise is once you learn multiple skills, you can kind of blend them. So we had this one where you run in place, 
for a breathing sequence, and then you go, you move down immediately to an Amanan climber, and you're on a 4-4 rhythmic breathing tempo here, meaning uh, uh, four leg exchanges, inhale, smooth, four leg exchanges, e- leg exchanges exhale, smooth, uh, and then you move from the run to the mountain climber and, and then repeat that breathing sequence, and then you keep going back and forth, ground to stand for three straight minutes. Uh, I mean, it, it is like one of the best cardio workouts you'll ever do. Uh, there's built-in, you know, obviously the ground climb is more core-intensive and upper body intensive, and the, the run in place is more lower body intensive, but they're both full body and they blend together so beautifully uh, where on the climber, you're actually working on your, your core stability while running. And obviously the running, you're getting your legs up uh, against gravity there. And it's, it's, you know, both are full body in nature. And then we finish with um, the slam board skater jump to skip. So you don't need to use a slam board, but I have been playing around with and really enjoying, um, you know, jump to the slam board uh, with the outer sole, toward the elevated side, and uh, it actually dissipates some of the landing forces even further. The skater jump is already a really knee-friendly exercise because the lateral motion is less stressful than going anteriorly or forward to back for a lot of people that struggle with knee pain, but um, it just gives you a better push-off angle, and that's what slam boards really allow for, just unique training angles that typically no one could access before until like you had like a high-end like pro athlete training center or even a physical therapy rehab center. So again, these are portable um, and very affordable. They're just staples in our training. I've yet to hear a single negative piece of feedback on this training tool. So it's an essential part of our home travel training toolbox. Um, You do a skater jump, you come back, stick the landing, and then you add a skip. So um, we're combining two cardio sequences, agility, power and by breaking them up in that manner we can go for extended time get aerobic and anaerobic work um and you know essentially uh just burn it out uh it's 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 better than the treadmill you're actually athletic and you're moving in multiple planes of motion great for the hips and the heart rate x32 so this is a single dumbbell workout i've been setting things up where every month you get a two basically two dumbbell workouts one is single dumbbell the other is double dumbbell the single dumbbell goal here in X32, we're going to do advanced get-up and shin box training. We're going to fix and balance it between sides. We're going to bulletproof the whole body. This is basically our, our full body stability uh, test every month just to keep you in check. And, you know, one thing too, nobody teaches the get-up as good as I do. I've got people all over the fucking world doing, I, I, they've sent me video and photos, flawless get-ups with 50 to 100 pound dumbbells or kettlebells. Uh, following the way I teach it. And we teach it in six stages. You know, you're on your back holding a dumbbell in one hand. You go from back to forearm, then forearm to hand, then bridge, then leg sweep, then lateral hinge, then lunge to stand. And one thing I've done here is we, we broke that all down in the first half of the year and things got harder and harder. But now I'm challenging my trainees to hold that dumbbell in that one hand for the full three-minute block and then doing all six stages in sequence for 30 seconds each and a continuous flow. Uh, so this will challenge you. You'll do a full side on one, um, full set on one side, rest 30 seconds and switch kind of a built-in warm up, a built-in reconnection with the, the skills that we've been learning all year. So that one's really fun. Uh, again, it just, the ground to stand flow is the ultimate test of your overall mobility and stability. People don't want to take the time to learn it. That's on them. Our members, they buy in and they get great results because of it. Then we go into a get-up to eccentric sit-up. So you actually go up using the get-up pathway, 
and then you you transition to an, a one arm overhead sit up, and you come down super slow to overly tax the abs. So it actually can allow you if you want to go heavier than normal on the sit up portion because you're stronger on the lowering and the lifting. Because we use the get up, the stronger, more stable get up pathway to get there. So this is a great shoulder and ab sequence. And then after all the shin box work we have done to that point, you're doing your first ever shin box get up. That 90-90 shape where it's like a pigeon position on the front leg, externally rotated, and then internally rotated back leg, kind of like a lion quad stretch, holding a dumbbell overhead, doing the shin box. I show modifications as well, whether you use a stick or you hold a dumbbell at shoulder versus overhead. And you can start these drills, by the way, like it's light 10 to 25 pound dumbbell that'll do the trick on this. You can start with a soup can, a water bottle. You don't need much with the way I set these up. And then we finish off with this incredible marching carries complex. So marching, I'm a huge fan for gait training, uh, working opposing reciprocal glute, hip flexor or hip flexion extension patterns, uh, leveling the pelvis and also really strengthening the core. You start for a minute marching in place or, or with movement if you have the space with the arm overhead. Minute two, you go to shoulder level. Minute three, you go to hip level. So we start, it's a level change. We start with the hardest level overhead, the biggest stability demands for the core and the hip. And as you fatigue, we bring it down a level and we extend the tension and you'll switch sides the next set. So uh, again, the fastest way to make progress in and out of the gym is to strengthen weaknesses. And this is one, of the, one out of every six workouts in, in that month. It's just This is just a lie detector test for your body. And uh, we keep working that, we keep drilling that. And, and it'll, it'll muscle you up from head to toe, and it'll add resilience in the whole body from head to toe as well. So then we move on to X33, another bodyweight workout. And I, I like to rotate. Um, so we'll do a bodyweight workout, then we'll do an equipment, a bodyweight and equipment, a bodyweight and equipment. Just so like, you know, the bodyweight workouts tend to be easiest to recover from. And I just like that kind of uh, rotation from a training split standpoint. So X33, uh, the goal, bodyweight only. Uh, master the body weight training basics, boost mobility and metabolism, build stamina and endurance. And we start with this awesome down dog to push up ladder. The down dog is one of my all time favorite mobility drills. Opens up the shoulders, the hips, helps you uh, get a lot of time in the plank and or push up position to strengthen your upper body and just get comfortable there. Uh, it'll muscle you up and it'll it'll open you up. So I, that's a great way to start a workout. You hit the down dog where you hinge the hips back, trying to get those heels flat to stretch the calves, hamstrings, and upper mid-back or thoracic spine. And then you come back, and then you do a push-up. You do another down dog, then you do two push-ups. And you keep going for this three-minute block. Uh, You get this active rest in the down dog where you kind of take some stress off the upper body, but you're still connected. So you get a little bit of rest, but not really. And then you're going to climb that push-up ladder as high as you can in a three-minute block. So then it's three push-ups. You had you a push-up every time you come back to it. That's the ladder sequence. And uh, just an awesome way to warm it up. And again, if you're listening, it's like I said, why listen to this? I'm not going to be a member. Well, shame on you for not being a member. Shame on you. Support us, please. But if not, you can take this stuff and just apply it to your workout. This is a great starter or finisher to any workout that you do. Uh, we hit that up. And we've got this heels elevated skier squat mobility sequence. So you, uh, you, you stack the slam ports together, elevate the heels. It's going to shift more stress to the low quads, uh, test the knees in, in a progressive way for more resilience. And we are just, over time, just working range of motion. Because what is mobility? Mobility means the ability to continually build your range of motion but maintain the control, meaning that it's not uh, it's smooth, it's not sporadic or segmented unless the, that's the intention. 
and it's, it's also done without pain. So, you know, that's what we're looking for in this. This is so good for, I mean, I'll even do this kind of before some, uh, some walking or some sled work just to really warm the knees up and, and, and get my low quads kicking those VMOs in particular. Right. And, um, it's hard to squat with a close stance. When you elevate the heel with a slant board, you can actually stay more upright and get more range of motion. So, um, and it actually allows you to get those knees more forward over the toe, which in my mind helps me continuously to get more ankle mobility when I do stuff with my feet flat on the floor. And in this whole workout, by the way, I have you going from um, metabolic mobility workout and a down dog variation. I change the down dog each time you come back to it. And then there's a squat metabolic mobility. So like your legs are going to burn, but we're also really focusing on opening up the hips and the ankles and fortifying the knees. So uh, this is like one of those, I recommend you save it like long, stressful day. Um, that was the med ball, by the way. I didn't, I didn't fart on the fucking podcast. All right. If I did, I would let you know. Um, I sit in a med ball, so it doesn't make as much noise, but apparently it still does. But the, uh, this is like a great, maybe not up for a super hard workout, though this is tough. But you just want to get loose, get sweaty, and break up a lot of tightness and restrictions from a long, stressful workday. Great for hotel room mobility to start your day. Uh, just one of my all-time favorites. I, I, I do it outside in front of the pool. Uh, my dog watches all my down dogs. She gets really excited when I do them. So uh, we hit up that, that skier squat mobility, which is close stance, uh, upright squat mobility work. Then we go alternating leg down dog. So we intensify the down, down dog with three instead of four points of contact. Uh, really forces you to engage your quads more and, and, and stay level and square to the ground. Then we go heels elevated sumo squat mobility, so super wide stance. And uh, this will really stretch your adductors and, and also strengthen the adductors. So we worked we work close stance mobility, squat, then we worked wide stance. Then we go alternating the arm down dog. So another three point of contact progression, but it's harder to stabilize on one arm than one leg, but you're building up to it over the course of the workout. Then there's this awesome finisher, which is just um, a sumo squat walk, just testing your mental strength and fortitude, fighting the burn, focusing on your breath, mixed between an inhale and exhale every step, a great finisher to what is an amazing body weight metabolic mobility workout. X34, you know, this, this might be in, uh, people really love uh, the dumbbell workouts, are, and this is a double dumbbell workout, by the way, I don't like to do one of those a month because it is taxing. It's putting the most external loading through your system. And um, I don't like doing too much of that because a lot of people are just, they're doing these workouts right away when they wake up in the morning. Um, so again, that's why I like to lean towards more body weight style of stuff, uh, less dead weight stuff, but we still work it in. Uh, the goal here is to master the dumbbell training basics, heavier loading with double, double dumbbell drills. And obviously this is, this is a real burn fat build muscle boost metabolism, Metcon style workout. So we, uh, we start with a core complex, uh, double dumbbell sit-up to seated press to bridge fly to pull over. All right, it's hard to explain all of those. But basically, we, we, a lot of my flows, we start in the ground, we warm you up, we activate, we align, and, and we, we kind of get the blood pumping, and then we start to get to higher levels, uh, basically eventually to a stand um, to intensify over the course of the workout. Yeah, so that's just a nice little flow. You, you, you do those double dumbbell sit-ups, then you do some seated presses, so the shoulders are already smoking. And again, this is why like lightweight will feel heavy with these workouts. And then when your shoulders are cached in that vertical position, you get to a bridge and you do a, a, a dumbbell fly sequence with dumbbell pullover to smoke your chest and lats while activating the entire backside isometrically, 
beautiful flow there. Then we go that same marching carries complex where you go overhead to shoulder level to hip level, one minute each. Now you're doing it with a bigger challenge, double dumbbell. So this is where you start to see I connect all the workouts. Like all the express workouts are designed specifically to enhance or complement the Gorilla Corn Gains workouts because you do the Gorilla Corn Gains plus the express. And if you're just doing express only, I make sure across all six workouts, all key movement patterns are hit and that I'm complementing the stuff you're doing. It takes a lot of time and effort, but that's what people are paying for. And that's what you're not going to get other places. They're just going to put together, these motherfuckers, they just put together jumping jacks, mountain climbers. They're just literally pulling, it's like they're playing cards with their workouts. There's no system. There's no progression. There's no plan. I've got an engineer's mindset. Okay. It's, it's, it's just, it's a gift. And I've been doing this for 20 plus years. So uh, the programming, the attention to detail, the flow is always on fucking point. Then we have this killer. Again, we do extended time and retentions on this uh, three minute blocks, which allow for complexes, which means you do lots of ways you can do complexes. In this case, it's a, uh, a sequence complex where you move from one movement to the next. You do a dumbbell row to a bicep curl to an overhead press then an alternating lunge on each side, and you repeat that for three straight minutes. Again, a workout within a workout. Full body in nature, blending skills. Then we go with the seesaw clean thruster complex, the seesaw lunge, already hard on its own, which is a combination reverse plus forward lunge where one leg never leaves the ground. But we actually are using holding dumbbells and adding uh, hang, uh, clean and uh, press options while doing our clean and thruster. So and again, we've laid the groundwork where you've mastered the seesaw lunge with body weight before you add load to this, uh, and then eventually add multi-joint movements or make it a combination exercise. That, that is going to be one of the hardest three-minute blocks of your life. And then we finish with two sequence complexes. I'm sorry, succession complexes where you're doing six movements, 30 seconds each, back to back to back to back to back to back. All right, so this is where like, Things get more fun over the course year because of all the, the foundation we put in place. But in, in full body flow one, you go T push up to bare row to kneeling clean. Love that one to isolate the hips. Then a dead stop split squat on the left leg, then the right leg, then a clean and split jerk. So we actually are applying uh, kind of some Olympic lift style explosive movements to this, but much easier done with dumbbells than uh, kettlebells or especially the dangers of barbells. The full body flow too, you do a paused hang jump to a skier swing, to a lateral clean, to rotational push press, to alternating high pull, to a pulsing squat. Again, like these are workouts within workouts. And uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing the feedback from our TDBJ members on this one because, man, uh, over the years, like people have seen, seemed to have commented most on my dumbbell workouts. People just get blown away by what's possible and just how how intense they are and, um so uh, really look forward to that one, hearing that feedback there. X35 is a bodyweight workout, and we are doing uh, Master of the Boxing Basics. We're improving reaction speed, dexterity, rhythm and coordination, and it's low-impact, fast-switch fiber and cardio training. So uh, we're doing three-minute rounds in here, like a lot of boxing-style workouts. And again, I teach you how to box. Like throughout the year, I'll start with the basics, and I will teach you the most one of the best full-body workouts you can do anytime, anywhere, progressive skill-based cardio training. Don't just pedal on a bike forever. No progression besides going lighter or heavier resistance. Don't just run. Running's fine, but like you can go faster, you can go slower, you can go longer, but we can't go in multiple planes of motion. We can't sync up the hands and feet. You know, there's just so many benefits to this. And by the way, 
Self-defense is a critical part of any complete physical fitness education pathway. So we got some, uh, we start with some shin box leg lifts where you're holding the shin box position, but lifting the back leg and the lead leg to really strengthen uh, the flexors and also the rotators of the hip internally, externally. Shin box work is really important because you want to get those hips open because the hips are what drive a lot of our boxing, our punching. So we hit that up. We do some standing leg lifts uh, where you're picking one leg up from your boxing stance in that stagger as high as you can, then switching sides to really, again, further improve your hip mobility, uh, build weight shifting from, uh, from foot to foot, which is really going to help with your punching power. Then there's some combo footwork where you throw a and by the way, I'm not going to spend too much time in this because a lot of this might confuse newer people, but we have a number system with our punches where, you know, one is a jab, two is a cross or a right hand, three is a lead hook, four is a rear hook, five is a lead uppercut, and six is a rear uppercut. And then I teach you how to punch with movement like any of the best fighters or boxers out there. But that's, again, it's more of just like, this is just rhythm and coordination, you know, which is very important. You lose it as you, as you age. And uh, I teach you numbers in the punching for what's coming up which is reaction drills, where uh, in real time, I, I'll, you hear it, I'll call it one, two, one, two, and you throw that combination, which is a jab, cross, jab, cross. And there's just, there's a bunch of four punch combinations you're reacting to in real time as part of this awesome follow along workout to finish testing. It's, it's a brain training workout. It's like a video game. You guys are going to love that. Uh, previous to that final round, we do some four, 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 four rhythmic breathing cardio punching, which is you'll do four punches, inhale, four punches, exhale, and you're going to go for time in that rest pause as needed, but only go as fast as your breathing allows. And then I had this awesome combination with movement where you throw a one-two, you slide laterally, and then throw a two-three combo, and then double jab back. Um, again, it all makes sense when you see it at the workout. But again, we start by just teaching you one punch at a time, mastering the basic footwork, and this is how crazy things get at the end of the year. Final workout for July is X36, a med ball and bands workout. We're going to master the med ball and a resistance band training basics. Use joint-friendly exercises for longevity, build stamina and endurance. Our med ball and band training allows us to get uh, access to explosive rotational drills, horizontal, lateral vectors of resistance that are harder with dead weight or sometimes even with body weight. And um, I basically have it broken down. Like You start with uh, on one side, three-minute blocks again here, uh, band core complex where you do a hollow body band fly to a, a side plank row to a front plank pull down, smoking your abs in all three planes of motion and basically adding arm movement while holding planks. So really fun, intense plank variations there with a light band you can anchor to a heavy dumbbell or any stable anchor point. Then we go into, uh, and that's a minute each on those movements. Then you go into uh, another 60-60-60 block with a medicine ball, which is a, a one-arm crunch. You're basically palms up balancing a medicine ball for shoulder stability and also working your serratus muscle on the crunch as you push away or protract the scapula, that muscle alongside the ribs. Then you hit up a bridged press, pressing that, that one-arm med ball, holding a bridge position. Then we had a Russian twist with rotational drill seated. Uh, that's just going to smoke you out. You'll switch sides. And then two full-body flows. Uh, one is a band flow where you go with a single band, overhead split squat left, right to bicep curl to overhead press to high pull to swing and then you finish off with a six move 30 second each med ball flow push-up climber to burpee to chop left to chop right to deadlift to snatch to knee strikes again workouts within workouts july or as it's better called uh oh it's month seven i'm sorry not month six but um these workouts are really incredible 
Get a free seven-day trial to thedailybj.com today. Sign up through the desktop or laptop and then go download the app in the Apple and Android stores as The Daily BJ. It's, it's outlined for you if you're a current member. July is coming. You start Monday, July 10th. It's already up for you if you're a new member. Get a free seven-day trial. Start in month one. You'll get here eventually, but you got to lay the foundation. Love you guys. Peace.